discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we lift our hands to Jesus? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just wave your hands to Jesus Christ. He is in our midst tonight. His name will be glorified, established in all wonders. Just bless his name, somebody. It's been a day. The doctor visited us in the morning and we are just stopping up to the work. Just bless his name, somebody. Lift your voice to the Most High God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, lift your voice and bless him. The hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and he ran faster than chariots tonight. Let the hand of God come. Yes, 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 Molokavara. Repatonokos Catalini Ataya. Rasando Bosch Catalibia Crantosa. Refatelebe Capa. Ecorubos Catalamazamoreaba. Thank you, Lord. Can you wave your hands to Jesus Christ? Father, establish your word, your righteousness, your power in our midst. Glorify your name above all else. Even in Jesus' precious mighty name, we call it done. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. We give God praise for this wonderful time. 
And um, I want us to salute our bishop, Bishop Isaac Utibuate. Such a wonderful man of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I wanted to also celebrate um, Lady Pastor Judith and the dear husband, Dr. Wemako. And I see a man of God. The Lord bless you so much. I want you to celebrate your pastors too. Celebrate your pastors. Hallelujah. And celebrate yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Tonight's meeting, I believe that it's a balance. I asked doctor in the morning, if I asked him in the afternoon when I met him, what he shared. And he spoke about the washing of feet. I don't remember what he shared. It's just this morning, no? <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Lord had put a word on my heart for you. If you read the story of Revelations 2 and Revelations 3, to each church, the Lord appeared. He had a general appearance in Revelation 1. He that standeth in the midst of the candlestick, his feet was brass. He was holding the seven stars in his hands. His eyes was fire. His hair was full. But to the angel of the church of Ephesus, right? To the angel of the church of Smyrna. So everyone in her, he says, I am he that was alive, was dead, yet is alive. So his address was peculiar to each church because of the situation they were going through. Aha. I'm he that holdeth the keys of death and life. You know, every church and how he appeared to them. He's the one that has the flaming sword, all that. So I know that tonight we are topping up to on a great work that the apostle has done. Of course, Ephesians 2:20 says he will build his church upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Uh-huh. So I'm just topping up to this work. But what I'm going to share with you is very necessary. Very, very necessary. Very necessary. In fact, this would help <laughs> solidify your Christian life till Jesus comes. Let me say it this way. The Bible says there were, Matthew 25, there were ten virgins. Five were wise, five were foolish. And the Bible says they all slept. And the Bible says they all woke up. Are we together? So it means they all slept. So if they died, they all died. If it's resurrection, they all resurrected. So their foolishness did not deny them resurrection. Now, what separated them was one thing, flame. One had light, which is fire. The other didn't have fire. Look, your flames and your burning zeal for the Lord will determine your position in heaven. No, you can't be just a Christian and there's no fire. (laughs) It will cost you. Oh, yes. You must be ever burning. The Bible says, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. In other words, there is any service without the flame of God is not accepted. Fervent in spirit, Romans 12, 11. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So, you have to be on fire. Then your service is accepted. So, any service that's like, they are forcing you. You are not, you are not happy. You are wasting your time. 
fervent in spirit. He said, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, flaming with the Holy Ghost. Because if you're not fervent in spirit, you can't lead the choir. We'll hear it in your voice. <laughs> we'll hear it in your prayer when the fire is down. Hallelujah. It's lack of fervency that makes you feel you have kept too long in church. The fire is down. I'm telling you. <laughs> Today, somebody sent me a text message from a church that meets in Los Angeles under a prophet. And they start service in the morning at 9 a.m. And they close at 2 p.m. Every Sunday. Yes, that's Sunday's America. No, stop saying this. <laughs> that's why I said when we get to heaven, oh, even the Americans, it's a lie. God can never be modernized because he's eternally modern. So before modernity happened, it is it's even ancient in God. I don't know if you get it. So what we are calling modernity is old school to God. You cannot modern God. You cannot modernize God. Malachi 3, 6 says what? I'm speaking as a prophet right now. I'm addressing something. I've not started my message. Now, Malachi 3 says, I am the Lord thy God, I change not. Because of this, the sons of Jacob are not consumed. Now, if God tells you I don't change, he does not just change in um, faithfulness towards your sin and forgiving it. Everything about God is such that it's intricately woven together. What it means to say is this, that how God is, whatever he is, happens at the same time. That means when God shows up powerfully, in the power is eternity. In the eternity is love. In the love is authority. Everything God is appears when he appears. It is we, because of time and our mind, that makes us experience an aspect. So if God says, I'm love, the aspect you are receiving probably is because of your mind. But that love is eternal. It didn't stop because you ended the service. Nana didn't even stop. Oh, he loved you before you were born. So your existence does not determine the length of his love. Before you were fetus in your mother's womb, I knew you. Only God can talk like that. Before your father and mother decided to make you a blood clot, I, God, knew you. It means that every baby and their names. Can I put it this way? Jeremiah was Jeremiah before mommy and daddy named him Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jacob was fighting an angel and the angel said, your name is supposed to be Israel. So it means that they gave him wrong name, but his name was Israel. That means that any child you name, God just gave you access to the roll call. Oh, yeah. mm. That's why on that day when we get to heaven, God will show our canality. Those who were naming according to Babylon, versus those who were receiving the name from God. So that thing you said you prayed and God gave you a child's name. God went to open the register. What should that baby we just gave him be called? <laughs> So you think you are naming a boy, John, James, because you are a man and you think you have authority to name. Yes. The reason why God called it a lion and accepted it as a lion, I was telling some people, read the Bible. He created the heavens before the earth. Then it was the earth that was destroyed. The heavens lost in uh, the, what do you call it? Satan was cast out of the heavens, but he said, woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. So in the refurbishment of recreation, we don't hear God recreating angels. Yeah. It is the earth he's repairing. 
It's the tree he's repairing. It's the water he's putting at the right place. But whilst he's doing that, can I announce to you, he's now come to give Adam an opportunity to name a creature. And the creature's name will be called Lion. But inside heaven, there's an entity called a cherubim. And one of his faces is a lion. So there was a lion before Adam called it lion. So the name lion is not Adam who said, it's a nice name. No, it was lion earth. There's an angel with four faces. And they precede men. So what we call eagle, God had called it eagle in the Godhead. The sun, one of his faces is the eagle. So when Adam was working with God, he saw the face. And he said, this bed looks like this thing I saw in God. So as he was fellowshipping, God's name for the eagle came on his lips. That's why God accepted it. I've just shown you a key today. So I was praying for the church. And all of a sudden, I saw myself in the plane. That was four days ago. And when I saw myself in the plane, I saw the land of the northern region. When I stood and I looked down, I saw a creature. And I think I described to Pastor Tias, Bishop Tias, a large guinea fowl. So I wanted to come and ask what guinea fowl has to do with the north. I know it's, yes, it's, it's, it's associated here, but whether it's an emblem, totems, whatever it is, what's the guinea fowl. But when I look at this creature, it was busily digging the floor. Digging the floor. Then I look into the floor and I thought it was digging a hole. But apparently, the creature was rather relocating things. I saw what looked like gold, but it was liquid. Then the Lord said to me, he says, gold cannot be existing in liquid form under room temperature. It's only under fire, above 1,000 degrees Celsius, that gold becomes liquid. So he said, in this natural state, gold is not liquid. So that is proverbial. Then the Holy Ghost said to me, that gold that is liquid is oil. But when I looked at it, there was a creature that was covering it. Then I heard a creature say, why are many Christians bringing the truth to the land? He said, if they do this, people will have freedom. People will have freedom. People will have freedom. There's a light God has shown on the north. And there's a reason for that. When he finished saying what he said, I now looked again. Then I began to see a borderline. And I saw blood. And the Lord told me something. He said... Them that dwell in the north are the deciders of nation. If the nation would destroy or fall or fail. Look, you call this place savannah, but you produce close to 60% of Ghana's vegetables. If there will be famine, it will start here. 
No, I'm saying something to tell you that you are not here like a normal person. You see, sometimes the problem is you don't know why you are where you are. That's why sometimes you don't take ownership. That's why I like, oh, I want to go to... No, 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 no. If you understand that in the scheme of God's grand design, some of you have no business in Accra. Yeah. You didn't like what I said. Abalakaskobosa. <laughs> <laughs> In the grand scheme of God's design, some of you are gatekeepers of the nation and your houses must be in the north. Because if you don't stop the barrier, things will come down and the whole nation is in trouble. Go read the Bible. Even biblically, trouble always comes for the north. Every nation's problem is nothing. Go and check it. Every country's problems come from the north. That means that if you are here, and you don't understand the intensity of what assignment and your position, then you are probably becoming a casualty. <laughs> are we here? So also, when I prayed, the Holy Ghost said, come and teach on the intensities of the importance of prayer. Today I came to show no. When I say intensities of the importance of prayer, as soon as I say prayer, oh, you know, no, I'm going to show you something to help you. Yeah, I'll help you. It will change the way you pray, and you pray a certain way that can change matters. By the grace of God, I've been to the northern part of Nigeria, Kaduna. I've been to Jos Plateau, Abuja is Middle Belt. Some of the greatest problems in Nigeria. Is from Kaduna. And you'll be surprised. Kaduna is majorly Christians, not Muslims. Majorly Christians. The defense school is in Kaduna. Military training headquarters, Kaduna. Yet, the rowdiness of the Islamic people have taken over Kaduna and is controlling Nigeria. There is a food, they call a food company called NASCO in Nigeria. NASCO popcorn, NASCO, NASCO conflicts in Nigeria. And that company was started by a Lebanese Muslim to sponsor Boko Haram. So every Christian that bought NASCO was indirectly sponsoring their own death. No, the problem is, you see, if God has not opened our eyes in this generation, oh, he said it, there will be great deception. And the painful part about the height of deception is being deceived and you don't know you are deceived. It means that's the kind of deception that's coming. It's not the one that, hey, no, yes, no, and you argue and you lost the argument. No, you were being deceived and you didn't know. All this thing was deception. And the intensities of the importance of prayer will break skills off your eyes. It will break it off. Hallelujah. A man of God, I preach in the man's church. And his church, he says, prophet, there is no police barrier here. Say so it means they could have bombed us at any time. Say, ah. And whilst I was in the church, also I didn't hear anybody come and testify of car. In fact, when I was even going to preach, they said, ah, 
they will wonder why their father will bring me to come and preach because that their church they don't preach prosperity not that they don't believe in it because what prosperity are you preaching when you will die in the morning no I could literally feel like we can die at any time a city where after 10 o'clock everybody must go home because anything can happen every day is like that too. <laughs> you can just wake up and boom they are blast market and the pastor told him he, said he had to go and identify his deacons after Wednesday service night they were murdered by Islamist militants Thursday morning he has to go to Montreal and he said Lord why so when you hear the way they talk they don't talk car house they've come to a place where they realize that that they may know him and the car in the house must assist that knowing Maybe to Jesus Christ. Let me tell you one of the deceptions that if you are in it, work out right now. A day is coming when men will say gain is godliness. You want know what he said? A day is coming when men will say gain is godliness. That means that that day is coming where you are measured to be spiritually successful based on the cars and testimonies you have. So if you are married, ah, you are growing spiritually. It's a lie. If you have visa to go to America, ah, God is in your life. It's a lie. Because unfortunately, we don't teach the other part of Hebrews chapter 11. These all were destitute. They didn't have any house. They were homeless. They wandered as strangers. And he said, they too obtain good report. So the one who got faith, by faith got a car and you too by faith you have been working and you have not grumbled, all of you. Good report. It is good report to have the car and drive and say hallelujah God is good. And it's also a, a, I cannot even say it this way, better report that you don't have a car but you come to church excited. The miracle has not yet come but you are never sad. That is also a good report because you have to do it by faith. You need faith to overcome the pressures of why don't you have a car? Since when will you marry? Where are the children? Where is the promotion? You need faith to work with God. That is also a good report. So the next time somebody stands and says, I want to praise God to have a car. Thank God for his life. Tell him he has fulfilled part one of faith. Part two of faith. You to come and stand here and say, Lord, I want to thank you. I've been believing for five years for a car. But thank be to God. Every day I walk. And I've not lost my joy. I've not lost my peace. My prayer life has not gone down. I'm still intense like yesterday. My miracle has not yet come. But I have not lost my God. That's also faith. That's why Paul said, I have kept the faith. They have come to kill Paul. And that's how Paul is talking. They have come to behead you. And as you are walking to the gallows, I have kept the faith. If it was us, God, you are not fair. After all this Christianity, is this how you pay us? But he said, I've kept the faith. D.L. Moody went to heaven and saw a woman who had a better mansion than his. And he asked God, welcome. He said, she prays for every meeting. And the people you preach to. That's why she has a better reward. So when he came down, he said, ah, the woman has been so good. So he's going to pray for her. To walk out of the wheelchair. When she got there, the woman said, don't pray for me. He said, why? He said, the day you pray for me, I'll have places to go. And little time to pray. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, brother, you meet somebody in heaven who maximizes their singleness into spirituality. And you are using singleness for anxiety. You are sitting in your room complaining. And now when will God bring me somebody? One, one church we came. When will I grab? Look at everything. You'll be there. You understand how somebody used this walking to do house to house. And you were complaining. Oh, for every one person you complain, there are thousands with higher to the power hundreds of what they've gone through and they were more excited than you in your little uh, imagine Paul looking at you and he called his own light affliction what would they call yours? Feather? <laughs> Paul, he said my own is light affliction, I don't know what your own will be they gave you sack letter, you are sad smile and say, <laughs> Jesus these people have sacked me and Sunday you will dance can I tell you something? When you start dancing and you're happy, do you know what they'll ask you? What has happened? Because the generation has been wired to be a testimony generation. So it's like you can't be happy just because God is. So have you got some money? That's why you're happy. Why are you happy in church like that? BBS Listen, <laughs> I'm glad I've not lost my faith. That's enough for me to be excited. Because what I've gone through, somebody should have given up on God. But I'm glad I've not lost my faith. That's enough for God to say thank you in heaven. The intensity is the importance of prayer. Quickly, let's go. In Hebrews chapter 5, the verse number 7. I'll do this in about... So we've been taught on prayer a lot of times. So I just weave through quickly and we pray. For a certain kind of grace of prayer to fall upon our life. You need it. When we are getting to your prayer life must change you. You need it. Can I say it this way? Yeah. If you are single, you pray one hour. If you are dating, one and a half. If you are married, two. If you are having children, two and a half. If you have ministry, three and a half. If you are single, you don't even pray one hour. That's why every nonsense comes to your mind. Nonsense. Yeah, you are not tired enough. You know, there's a place where you have to tire yourself to sin. Yeah. You didn't understand what I said. When you are tired, you listen. Yeah. <laughs> you pray, uh, fasting, uh, not tempted, uh, my friend. Uh, somebody, 2010, somebody was stealing my food. I've come from dry fast. And be, can you imagine? Because I was in a fast, my spirit was sensitive. The Holy Ghost said, "You, somebody has come to steal." I was working at Kanishi Market. He said, "Somebody will steal your phone." I said, "Lord, if you steal it, the better one will come." That's all I said. Two minutes later, someone hit him. Pah! The Lord said, it's gone. You know why I knew it was gone? I had earpiece in it. I couldn't hear the radio again. The wire was hanging. And I saw the guy. I can remember his dress up to today. Khaki shorts and black t-shirt. I can remember his back. So I could have tapped him and said, guy. But I was too weak. There was no energy to scream, you know. You know, there's always like, but when you are energy, like, it's gone. Like, take it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why some of you, your solution to your, your nature is faster. Okay. When you faster, you become calm. Okay. calm. All look vanish. Like, you don't have energy. You say, your friends will be talking to you, you say, mmm. <laughs> if you talk, you'll be tired. So, no, whatever they did is fine. They can continue. <laughs> You understand what prayer is? It will change a lot of things in your life. 
Can we read together? I want to go. Now, when I read this scripture, I was concerned. He summarized all Jesus' prayer leading to death. So it means that every day Jesus prayed from the day he was born to Gethsemane. This is not Gethsemane, it's more than Gethsemane. Because in the days, not in the day of his flesh or in the day of his temptation, he said, in the days, so all the time Jesus cried. It was towards his dying. Please follow me very well. Now, it's amazing how come the Bible says, in the, if you check through Jesus' life, there's no statement that says, in the days of his flesh, preached. In the days of his flesh, healed. In the days of his flesh, did wonderful things. No, no. It is only prayer that summarizes his humanity. Categorically, of course. So when he says in the day, it means when Jesus was a human being, it was prayer that summarizes life. Now, when I read this, I said, Ah, God, what are you? What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? And I'll show you something. Can I show you? Are you ready to follow? Okay. I'll show you the picture and I'll show you this. One man who wrote the biography of Edward Payson, one powerful Christian, said. Prayer was preeminently the business of Jesus' life. Now, if the holiest man, the one whose will is not corrupted, the one who was not born in sin, had the business of daily prayer, <laughs> brother, sister, what are you doing? Daily. I'm not talking of once a week, six hour. No, no, no. Daily. 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 Every day. Every day of his life. If it's not an all night, it's dumb prayer. If it's not dumb prayer, it's deep prayer. Every day. Daily. Daily. Are you here? And I explain why. He said, Who in the days of his flesh offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared? Now, contextually, he's talking about priesthood. In Hebrews chapter 5, the verse 1, he said, Every priest is taken from amongst men to offer, uh, you know, sacrifices and gifts concerning things pertaining to men and sacrifices, you know, for sins. So he said, Every priest is taken from amongst men. And he's talking about priesthood. Verse 4 says that no man taketh this honor upon himself. So no one, no one fashioned this. No one arranged himself for this thing to work. It means that what he's trying to tell you is this, that it is God who called a man. And the word there, called, is the word eclectos, which means to say it is a divine written document. It's not, it's not charismatism. It is written in heaven. That the moment you come on earth, there's something that must happen. And I'll show you. Are we here? Please follow me. Are you, are you here? Number one, according to Psalm 82, there was a gentleman prophesying in Psalm 82. Go there. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judged among the gods. Now, when you see gods going together, you call them what? Flock. Isn't it? When you see fish together, we call them school. 
Eh? Are we together? Yeah. But he says that when you see mighty people together, it is called congregation. Oh, you didn't get it. It means you that you are sitting here. We are the congregation of love economy because all of you are mighty. When mighty people get that, we call it congregation. <laughs> and the strange thing about this word mighty in the Hebrew is the word El. So God stands in the congregation of the gods. He judges among the gods. Then he says what? Go. Number two. Go, go, go. How long will I judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked sinner? Next. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Yes. Uh-huh. Keep going. Go to verse 6. Go to verse 6. This is what he said. He said, have, have, I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Follow me here. When God created you and I, we were not created like trees. Are you following me? Trees were commanded. Trees should come out from the earth. Birds show up from the feminine. This should happen. This should happen. But when it came to man, huh? God had a conversation before man came. So man was created by conversation. That means that man lives by conversation. Let me put this point here before I continue because, you know, prophetic teachings like that. It means that what you call confession is majorly in your conversation than your set time. I'll, I'll make it. I'll break. No, no, no. Your conversation after that one, that is what makes you. So you can do, are you rich? And when your friends ask you, how far? I don't think it's work. Your conversation. King James. The King James version calls when ye were after your former conversation. When you translate it as your former living, it means what you converse is how you will live. Because he said you are God's. I'm coming to something very powerful. Oh, Labatis <laughs> Kebele. It's a little heavy, but yeah, love economy. I know pastor and the pastors will break it down for you. He has told me before, so I, I always come with liberty. Now, the point I'm putting across is this. God said you are gods. Lucifer came to see that document. So go to Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. You see that everything Lucifer said in his heart was everything God said Adam will be. I'll sit in the congregation of the gods. Is there? Look at that. Uh huh. Next, 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 next verse 13. I will, I will, I will, I will. I will ascend into heaven and my throne among the stars of God. It means that Lucifer's throne was not in the stars of God. That means that scripture also says that the morning stars sang in glory in Job 38. So these stars is not the angels, it's another category of people. Uh-huh. Then he says, I will sit on the mount of what? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Of the what? So it means that there's a people called congregation who are higher than Lucifer. And Lucifer wanted their chair. Oh, follow this. I wish you can get it. <laughs> verse, verse, verse 14. I will ascend above the highs and I'll be like the most high. He made Adam in his image and what? Not only so, he quickened us in our sin, Ephesians 2 6, and has made us to sit where? So, where Lucifer wants to go and sit, that was Adam's. 
So follow this. So everything Lucifer is declaring is what God has intended man to become. Follow this. The moment you are born, you have, your birth is war. Mm. Isaiah 9.5 Every battle is fought with confused noise and garments dipped in blood. Also, we didn't end there. Verse 6. For unto us a child. So you've been quoting Isaiah 9 says. And you don't start a sentence with four. Because there's something he's saying before that. So he's saying that the child that is born and the son that was given was a battle of confused noise and garments in blood. You are to express a certain part of the intentions of God upon the face of the earth. So the moment you showed up, hell arises so that your expression creates a deficit in the full image of God. Can I say this? As long as Satan can reach, slow down the full formation of Christ on the earth, he can buy time. The power of Satan is not distraction, it is delay. He can delay you, but he can't stop you. <laughs> but the problem in delay is that you don't have too much time. So if you let him delay you 50 years and your life is 78, you have, are you understanding what I'm talking about? You have only 28 years to express what... Ah. So Satan, the thing you are doing, uh, he's just delaying you because that's why you see, can I tell you something? Everybody here, be honest, be truthful. When you sin one sin, it can take you three months to come back on track. It's one sin, no. You have been forgiven, no. But in your mind, you think it's about God judging. No, it's about Satan delaying you. Because he knows that God, yeah, he'll forgive you. He knows God. But you that you come back on track, it might take you two years. Because you feel you are not worthy. Oh, prayer, why am I struggling? Oh, I'm not fit to be a leader. I want to preach, but my past, three years, five years, seven years, he's just delaying you. He knows God has forgiven you. He told God, have you not given Job everything? What does he have? He knows God would, would kill me, but he knows what to do to slow you down. That's all Satan is doing. He's slowing down. Because why? Revelation 12 says he knows his time is short. So everything Satan is doing, he's looking for time. So when you slow your advancement in God, what you used to contribute in God, you forget that God said you are his treasury. So you are God's investment, sir. So all the things you've learned in five years, seven years in love economy, what it means is that the moment you slow down, God forbid, the moment you slow down, God has to look for another person who he will now move. And remember, the reason why that happens is that the strongest thing higher than the power of God is the will of a man. Mm. So God has died for everybody, but somebody has not chosen it. So it can't work in his life. Let me even say this before I continue. God can have a powerful plan for your life. Without willingness, the will of God cannot work. You must be willing for his will to work. Jonah, was he willing? So he was slowing God down. Elijah, look at what Elijah told God. I'm done. Meanwhile, too, there was a king to kill. There was a new one to install in place. There was a Jezebel to kill. There were things to be done. He said, I'm done. God couldn't stop the guy. That's how strong the will of a man is. Why? That is what puts us in the category of gods. And I'll show you something when we come. 
<laughs> I know, forgive me if it's bullets. You go and listen to the message later. You'll get what I'm talking about. Let's go down. Uh-huh. Time is fast, friends. We have to go like this. Now, so it's warfare. When you come, it's war. And the moment Jesus came as a human being, he has won a body where the war begins. Can I ask you a simple question? Jesus was in heaven. In Isaiah chapter 6, whom shall I send? Who shall go? Revelation 5, behold the lamb who has prevailed, the lion of the tribe of Judah, he has prevailed. Jesus has taken the scroll. He said, weep not, for he has prevailed. Then the man shows up. Then he said, he won't die again. What's happening? That's how dangerous the body is. So Bible says he knows our frame, that we are but dust. And no wonder in the same Hebrews chapter 5, before he came to strong crimes and tears, he explained to us in verse 2, that every high priest there, look at that, what a high priest does, look at verse 2. Uh-huh. For who can have compassion on the ignorant? So he's saying that you cannot be compassionate to somebody who is totally lost as to a process. But the only way it can be done is that the one who is come to have compassion on you, he himself is bearing a body that is making him weak. That means that for Jesus to understand your double-mindedness, he will experience it too. Because he wants to... He's, when he appeared, what did he say? He's come to die for our sins. Then you enter Gethsemane, and you're like, you don't want to die again. What's up? Jesus. <laughs> no, for the first time, it looks as if Jesus won't get answered prayer. Yeah. Because what is even in fact, it's not even for the fact to look like. It did look like. Because Jesus said, Father, if it's possible, take it away. God didn't mind him. God was watching him. This is what brings my mind to understand why it is the most important business of a believer. If you're not praying, you'll be using God's energy to fight God's plan. Amazing. Instead of you to use prayer to align to God's will, you'll be using prayer to contend against God's hand. That's what a lot of you are doing. Because Jesus is in prayer. Father! This cup, take it away. And the man, it's left with some hours to die. This is the time you are praying this prayer. Jesus! Take this cup away. And God is not ready to take it up. So it means for the first time, it seems as if Jesus is contradicting God. God said, drink the cup. He said, I don't like. Mm. You see, you belittle the strength of the flesh. One day or so I was preaching somewhere. I don't know where I shared it. And the Holy Ghost showed me a vision of the flesh. The flesh is not a mouse. It's not a pussycat. The flesh is a large bull. A gigantic creature. This flesh. No wonder Paul. Paul. Apostle Paul. First class apostle. He looked at the thing and said, In my flesh, eh, there's no good in there. <laughs> Some of you trust yourself. So you think when you, when you don't pray two weeks, you'll be fine. You lie. If you don't pray two weeks, you'll be shocked. You'll go like, where is this last coming from? It's a simple thing. You'll stop praying two weeks. You'll start admiring the, 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 the yogurt seller and the, 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 the orange seller that ah, she's a cute girl. Just my God. I cannot preach the message. It's lack of prayer. It's lack of prayer. You will see there will be a contradiction. 
I'm telling, it's lack of prayer that makes people anxious. Because it says, be anxious for nothing, but instead. So if I'm choosing the second but, anxiety is gone. So the, the presence of prayer dissolves anxiety. So if I ask someone, oh, things are not working, things are bad, I know your prayer life is low. That, I don't have to be a prophet. The way you are talking, you are not praying enough. Because who is afflicted? James 5, 13. Let him pray. It means, Amra And the shocking part was that he's not even asking you to pray for deliverance from affliction. He's asking you to pray for strength to go through. Wow. You know why? I came to realize something. And why this prayer is important. Trouble is not the time to go and gather faith. Trouble comes to show you what you did when things were fine. It means when you had the car, you had no trouble in your life, your relationship was nice. What were you doing? So the day trouble comes, Bible says, in the day of adversity, when you fail, your strength is small. He didn't say in the day of adversity you pray for strength. It means adversity exposes the strength you got when things were fine. No soldier trains in war. We train when there is peace. And the training is harder than the battle. So when you have the miracle, blessed be the name of God. Lord, thank you for that scholarship. Tuesday, you got the testimony Sunday night, Monday night. Tuesday, don't. Lord, thank you, I'm back again. Maria Why? I need to gather strength. Because if I don't gather strength, chances are that they'll come here and tell me that, oh, they have changed their mind. It was a mistake scholarship. Now, if I don't gather strength, that's how I go like, eh, what kind of testimony is this? Oh, no, you have that strength. So you realize you say certain things without thinking twice. Oh, Jesus Christ, there's so much to say. <laughs> there's so much to say. But I just want to bring your mind to something about Jesus Christ. He took prayer as higher business. Praying all the time. Praying every second. Praying every minute. Praying every hour. And I began to wonder what was going on. Then one day the Lord showed me a secret. When the Lord showed me this secret in my heart, I was scared. First Corinthians put it well. First Corinthians chapter 2. Then I'll come back here. Uh-huh. Verse 9. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. Neither has he entered into the heart of the man what God has prepared for them that love him. Uh-huh. Verse 10. But God has revealed unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searcheth all things here, the deep things of God now. Verse 11, see what he says here. He said, For what man knoweth the things of another man, save the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Verse 12. Verse 12, and he says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things which are freely given unto us. 13, 13, aha, aha. With things we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, we're comparing spiritual with spiritual. Here's the case. Here's the case. 14, look at it. Look at it. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are what? Foolishness unto him. I'm saying something very important about prayer. And the reason why I personally believe the way we pray now has become Balaam's prayer. And the prayer of the prophets of Baal. You see, the prayers of the prophets of Baal 
It's a prayer you pray when you need God to answer you now. So you begin to do all sorts of gimmicks because you need immediate answer. But if you have understood who God is, they don't come to God like that. From today, your prayer life will change. From today, I've told, listen, I'll keep you a secret today. Anytime you are silent and you are not thinking anything, start. Though if you are quiet, you'll be shocked what will enter your head. Like you are just sitting there, you are not watching TV, you are in a lobby, you are in a banking hall, you are not doing anything, you are just sitting. <laughs> You'll be shocked that, hey, man of God, what a thought. But sometimes the kind of thought is that, hey, you want to cover yourself. <laughs> you, you cry, what you thought, you are feeling naked. Hey, how can I think like this? Elayakaskobobosa. <laughs> 50, 50, 50. Ay, 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. For the spiritual man, judge the officer himself is not judged. 16. Yeah, quickly, just run through. Just run through when I'm done. Uh-huh. Now look at it. Go, go back, go back, go back. Go back to the last verse. This is the part I want us to hear. For who have known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. It's the same word he used also in Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 let this mind which was in Christ Jesus the tense says let this mind which is presently in Christ Jesus also be in you so even that mind in Philippians 2 5 Jesus still has it in heaven he didn't have it when he was a human being he still has it in glory let this mind which is as we speak in Jesus Christ be in you and what is that mind there's a way Jesus taught and there's a way Jesus understood it the finest humanity you can ever get is Jesus Christ. But this is it. When he said men ought always to pray and not to faint, Luke 18.1. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Of course, it has this primary interpretation. But when you take it from its secondary in, in, in explanation, man has to always pray. If he is not praying, he will faint. So you are either fainting or praying. That means that if you are fainting, you are not praying. If you are praying, you will not faint. Are we here? I want to bring it very simple so we can go through this. Now, he said that you are God, but you, if you are not careful, you will die like a mere man. So it means there's something that you can do that can make you experience that divinity. And there's something you can do that also can make you experience humanity. And the reason and the secret is this. When Jesus came and he was walking on the earth, Bible says, as he was walking on the face of the earth, the height of it was what Hebrews 5 documented. But he narrated it strangely enough in a very beautiful way. In the days of his flesh, offered up strong cries and prayers. But strong cries and prayers unto him that was able to hear him was in Gethsemane. But he's saying that all his life, eh, that last shout of prayer at Gethsemane was the compendium of why he prayed to be delivered from that death. Hmm. And Bible says, in that he was head, but we know he died. So what death was he being delivered from? Oh, he was head, but what death was he delivered from? Because look at this. When God heard him, the Bible says after the prayer, God sent an angel to strengthen him. Yeah. So God heard him to strengthen him to die physically. 
but he had been delivered from another kind of death. And that death actually has to do with the next verse. Next verse. See what he said, verse 8. Though he were a son, yet learned obedience. Time for me to get into this statement. This is not about he being born. His name was called Sam in glory. Daniel 2. I see one like the son, and he was not born. But he was already called son. In fact, the one we quote all the time. A child was born, a son was given. So it means the son was not born. He came. The son came. The son, it means he was already a son, and they gave him to us. Oh, are you understanding? <laughs> so though he were a son, so he's talking about his glorified dimension. Yet he had to learn. It means the term Sunday is a posture of Godhood. That's why I say yet he had to learn because God does not learn. God is all knowledge. But he had to learn. This is the goal. Hear this. Hear this. Hear this. Jesus was dealing with the temptation of process. Because God has never been processed before. El Shaddai, he has the multi breasts. He doesn't drink somebody's breast. It was so serious that God even had to advise the parents of Jesus that you need to leave. It means if they don't leave, God will be killed. Oh, somebody's not getting what I'm talking about. If you don't understand these things, eh, you take your life as a joke. Oh, but I'm a Christian. Not to, no, 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 no. There's a day. God couldn't take Israel through the way of the Philistines because they were not ready to fight. So it's not everything God will deliver you and say you, you drink. No, there are some you say don't drink. <laughs> so this is the issue. He is a son of God. He is God himself. He can override any caution. He can eat anything. He can appear everywhere. But he has to learn to subject to direction. Because this is the point. The reason why he's learning, though he's a son, is he is God as son. But he has to learn as man. And the learning means you have to surrender your will. Even though your will has no sin or impurity in it. That means that in the kingdom of God, a secondary will to the will of God is treason. God will not tolerate another will in his kingdom. Only his will stands. That's why even Jesus, can you imagine Jesus saying, Lord, not my will. What bad will be in the will of Jesus? What sin will be in the will of Jesus? But even Jesus had to say, not my will, but your will be done. When it comes to prayer, it's not your will, it's his will. Can I put it this way? Model prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done. So when you start praying, you don't start with your needs. You start with his name, his kingdom, and his will. When God is satisfied, then you can think well to bring your needs. That's why if you don't take care, you will produce needs, 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 needs. And it's like God is not minding you because you have not, you've not known his name. You have not addressed his kingdom. And you have not subjected your will to his will. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why? 
he makes me to lie down. The reason why I will obey to lie down is because I don't have any want except the shepherd. If I have another want except the shepherd, when you say lie down, I want that car, so I don't lie. The reason for disobedience is because there's another will aside God's will. And that's the energy of prayer is. Every day I pray in the morning. Do you know the discipline of prayer? Do you know what prayer is? Do you know you can gossip for three hours and not know it time went? But open your mouth and say, After five minutes you are tired. Your mouth is paining you. Your, your throat is dry. Like, ah, what's all this? You're like, who can't send me? Yes! Because you know why? Even the physical activity is contrary to the nature of the flesh. Yes. It's necessary. It's necessary. Then I look at Jesus' life. We are baptizing him. Luke chapter 3. Jesus also comes to be baptized. And verse 21. But he was praying. The others came normal. So while they were baptizing, Jesus came praying and his heaven was open. So the Lord showed me a secret. He said, Adam, even when I give you a dream, and I give you a prophetic direction. And you are not praying to get there. And you don't pray to meet the person. Whatever you saw, the spiritual significance, you can lose it though you carried out the act. You had a dream. You had to be in love economy service. After service, come and greet Pastor T. And after the dream, you stop praying. And you just came normally. Do you know what will happen? The flesh comes in. And that's why you go like, man of God, I had a dream. God led me to come and speak to you. So... Then he's also saying, so, okay, the Lord bless you. Let's talk later. When you leave, you're offended. You know why? You receive the thing in the spirit, but you didn't carry out the activity in the spirit. So you came to be baptized in the Jordan, but you didn't come praying, so the heaven was not open. So while you come, God told me to come and speak to you, sir. And before I came to greet you, I've been praying one hour. So by the time I greet you, you will say God bless you, but because of what I've done, the heavens is open. Then God bless you and what to do to me. Ah! So anytime you are not praying, and the man of God tells you God bless you, it looks normal. I don't know God bless you. I need something deeper. Because you were, you see, hey, I wish you can get this thing. I wish you can get this thing. This is why Jesus made prayer his business. Can I tell you something? You get a car, you get a marriage, you get children, constant prayer. Direct it. You see things. God will give you intensity. And it will be as little as something insignificant. Why? The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16, Who has known the mind of God that he may instruct it? When I read this, I was scared. Then I went to Isaiah, the original scripture, 40. Isaiah 40, 13. My last verse, my last scripture. No, we have to pray so that you don't get too tired. Uh -huh. What do I say? 40, 4 0. 4 0. Isaiah 40, 4 0. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ba -la -la -ba. See what he says. Come with me together. I want to go. Hold it. Now, this is a human being who is the director of the director. His name is Counselor. But you are the counselor of the counselor. Because that's what you say in 1 Corinthians. Who has known the mind of God that he will give God instructions? It means there's a realm. 
a man enters in prayer he knows God's plan so by the day God wants to do something he knows what God wants to do so he can tell God God turn right and he has instructed God <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. this is the realm where God yields to you because you know you become the, the director of the spirit so you see a man of God in a service I see the spirit at the corner there probably the Holy Ghost is not there yet but because he knows that the Holy Ghost will go there he said Holy Ghost touch them you hear pastor say that father arrest them out he is directing the Holy Ghost oh, yeah. but the direction is not outside the will of God they have the person saying Holy Ghost arrest the people you want to use God is the same person who made him know he wants to arrest some people that's why when he instructed God God obeyed why if you know what God is thinking you can give God command and you obey <laughs> so you are praying in your room and the Lord said I will move internally so when you start your ministry it is on the mind of God so you can give instructions everything you say is as if you are telling God to this is the mistake Christians do they think they can just give command anyhow and God will obey it starts from knowing his mind it means God will not do what he has not written if it's not part of his plan no matter how many times you decree it it won't work who is he that says a thing and it comes to pass when God didn't command it Ezekiel was wise in Ezekiel 37 I prophesied as commanded I see the four winds of God in this room those winds are for creation and for rapid manifestation yesterday the Holy Ghost was teaching me something it's a miracle it's an instance wonder is continuous it is miracle to turn this water to wine but it is a wonder where every day the water is wine so <laughs> but it is a sign when it tells of what God wants to do in a generation so signs and wonders actually means signs that show his coming signs that show an assignment or an agenda of God but wonder is perpetuated miracle it means also for every day Israel was in wonders they had left miracle God gave them manna every morning their clothes didn't grow short they are, that's wonder they were, they were not praying for it because miracle is a divine intervention into a natural situation but usually it's one time but when you enter wonder ah. so you cease to call it miracle money you call it wonder money because anytime you hold your phone and say in the name of Jesus pop up <laughs> you will need it in the days coming the Holy Ghost told me and I can tell you this when the currency fails and the devils are trying to control the economy men must use miracles to sustain their life People must command dollars in their wardrobes. Yeah. Not that one-time thing. You must, it must be consistently sustained. The way you were like, hey, you didn't know a hundred cities appear in your pocket. Every morning, car, hundred, car, hundred, car, hundred, car, hundred, alupaya, car, hundred. Baba, the way he did it. He said he was pouring water in a bowl. And every day, God said, go and dish. He said, don't open the bowl, just dish. And as he was dishing, Today is Agusi soup. Next week is uh, Okro soup. He said they were dishing water and it was turning to soup. 
Got him to go to his locker. He said, no, there's no money there. I said, go to your locker. Raise that trousers of yours. He raised $10,000. Bundle. Just there. No. I heard a story of Pastor Chris Oyakilome. When some of his partners had left him, he had to do a crusade in South Africa. And he asked, how much money do you have? He said, sir, we are short $2 million. He said, that's all. I said, tell my dickin to cut paper. Dollar, dollar size. Put it in bundle and put it in a room. I'll, I'll, I'll. When he's done, let me know. So they, they told him, and the man entered the room and locked the door. He came out after six days. I told his dickin to go and take the money. When he, the, the man lost his mind, so they had to anoint him again to come back. No, 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 it's not. No, when I heard it, the Holy Ghost told me, says, Adam, if it is in the Bible, it is real. Yeah. It's just as you see, they've suspended. They've, they've done the thing. Uh, you see, they've suspended the realm where when you imagine your reality and the, I'm going to bring this as the last point. And it's a prophetic statement, but you find the rule and the protocol in scripture. Prayer is the energy that sustains supernatural things to consistently manifest in the natural. So when a man has entered the realm where he's consistently praying, he can touch a car without fuel and he'll drive it. Because there's a a technology that makes you override natural things. And it is not not instant circumstantial. No, no, no. It is consistent glow. It can make you take a shoe and they say it's it's not your side. You go like, leg, enter. And you wait. And you'll be comfortable. The Stylite brethren. There was a generation called the Desert Brethren. There was no water in the wilderness. They were staying in the wilderness. And some of the disciples came and said, Sir, we are thirsty. The man just hit the floor. He said, Water! And water started gushing from the floor. Antonius also, the Stylite. One of the guys was misbehaving. He said, Stop worrying me. Right now, let let your head fall off. He just declared it. The man's head rolled off the head. No, you didn't touch the person. Constant prayer. The day I came to realize why Jesus prayed every day in his earthly life, God said to them, you have no idea. You have no idea. There's a realm of constant prayer. If Satan will tempt you, it's like it will take him another 70 years to get the temptation to show up. Because you are too gone in God. You are so gone in God, sir. You have passed biology years. You have entered eternity. So by the time Satan will let last work, even for an hour, it will take him another 50 years. So he said, he's trying to show that he's not working. Because you are gone. The reason why you backslide is lack of that energy to sustain who you are in Christ versus what you want to see in your life. So the less of it, every two minutes, you fall. Every Saturday, ah, something happened. Pastor has to call you the whole Sunday. You are struggling. Because you have done something bad, so you don't feel like coming to church. But the more you pray, you are praying. There's a junction. Listen, me, myself, I'm talking here. There are degrees I've not touched. I want to touch it. Oh, I want to touch. I want to touch it. I want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. I want to touch that, that, that realm where you are You are lost in prayer. You walk through a wall and you didn't even realize. And you came out. They made prayer. 
Bible said when Peter got to the gate, it flung open. The last one was proving stubborn. The angel touched it. Grab. To the point that he came out of prison, he thought he was still dreaming. Yeah. <gasps> There's a realm that is coming. That's why when you go online right now, everyone is doing prayer, prayer. God told me, says Adam, yes, even if it is fashion, it is better than alcohol, alcohol challenge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even if, if they are copying each other, it is better than that useless challenge. Uh, uh, show your distant challenge. Show your, it's better. It, let there be a prayer challenge. We like that one. Let there be a prayer challenge. Tonight, I came to energize you for that important prayer dimension. We have a father in the Lord, Dr. George. He was here today. And they told him, man, I did 60 weeks fasting. 60 days, sorry. 60 days fasting. And he's praying. Prof. Manasseh said he was praying 12 hours consistently for almost 20 years. You can't operate as from frequency. If this you're eating, and this you're sleeping. No, of course, I'm not. I'm saying this thing to inspire you. Listen, hear this, hear this. Everybody and what God requires. Reverend Sue said his own is this. He will sleep in a bed. And every minute, every, he said every 30 minutes, you just wake up. As he's lying down. You'll be lying down, you'll like, zoom, 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 and you go back to sleep. That was his own. <laughs> Dr. Lawrence started. His assistant was telling us, he said, I've never seen this man pray more than two hours before. But he said he can pray at any time. Yeah. Like we are just sitting at an airport. You say, guys, let's go to the VIP room. Mm. We'll just close the door. They'll pray. Mm-hmm. At any time, anywhere. And that's what he learned from Ken Hagen. Ken Hagen can visit you to turn to prayer. Papa Oyakilome said, those days, all his friends were because of prayer. He said, when you come and visit Reverend Oyakilome, the mother will tell you, are you ready to stay? <laughs> so if, he, said, he said, if you say hello, you enter, you lock the door, you pray. Oh. <laughs> A man does not do out, out, and you think it's last week, 70 days. No, 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 no. And that's why we are shortchanging our generation. Can I tell you something? There was a generation that 70 days brought anointing. Our days, intimacy. It's not, it's not touch and go. No, our days, inti- because we have too much knowledge. It means constant, constant showing your face. Show your face. And that's why I said, leave me on the altar with my father. So every morning, lock your door. You're like, Lord, say, I'm going to work. Yes, wake up earlier. You are working Abiska Telebiso Propoto. You see Muslims having their whatever it is and they are reciting things on their lips. And Christian has tongues and the higher power and they are quiet. You sit before an examination paper and it's looking confused. You open it. As you are praying, I'm telling you, something happened. So a lady went for church outreach screening. And they were writing exams. A nurse. The next Monday, she, she got a call. Monday. He said, you, I don't understand. We don't see you in lectures like that. And even the, he said, we don't even see how you... But he said, you got 100. She was not in the... She, was not, she got 100. God can't write a paper for you and get 70. So if you don't know that, you can even send your angels to write papers for you. It's just that you see, the prayer is low. So can I show you something? When prayer goes low, everything in the news... Everything in life becomes real than God. You will go to it first than God. When was the last time you had a headache? And your first thought was, hey, headache, get out of my head. What are you doing here? And when you get a headache, hey, my head, oh. No, as soon as you, I'm telling me, I diagnose myself all the time, oh. As soon as I'm thinking of fleshly attempt before God, I know that something has happened to me. Yeah. Recently, I was, like, I was in the house. I was like, I want you to take communion. I said, hmm, yeah, I'm coming. 
as soon as I said Holy Ghost said, go back to the tip. Because for you, for you, for them to suggest communion and say you are coming, <laughs> it means something has happened to your revelation. <laughs> no, be honest with yourself. Your prayer, and I'm not, I'm not talking of the church one. I'm not talking of the one you stand there. Lord, give me the car. No, no. If you seek Him first, cars will follow you. As the man of God, I was discussing in Bentley, uh, what G wagon, and I told him, I said, Osofo. This car, it means every year your insurance is a car. Yeah. Mm. Mm. One car is 35,000 insurance. Three, 105. Your car insurance is 105,000. I've not talked of the bulb. You know, those cars with their computers, they'll tell you they have to import. <laughs> Some of them, the, the car will sit in ship or plane, and you are in Ghana, and the car has gone to America and come back, and you are here. You pay plane tickets, everything, and you'll be here. So there are some things and stop, stop designing them. You don't have the capacity to maintain it. No, I think some of you should be wise. Yeah, I have the wisdom. No, no, no. If you can't do some car, I'll sell it and buy a better one that I can control. Yeah. Right now, fool. A certain pastor told me, he said, man of God, my, my gym, I buy 200, I pay, he said he's using a Range Rover. I buy 200 CDs fuel daily. Daily. That means at the end of the week, your fuel consumption is somebody's salary. Fuel. It's not ECG. <laughs> so what we are getting to, brothers and sisters, there is an energy that must come that will produce the image. He is able to do exceedingly above all that you can ask and imagine. So the accent is easy, but the imagination dimension is a prayer spirit. Today I brought you an impartation of prayer. Some of you must pray in your sleep. Yeah. You wake up. Attack, 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 attack. Oh. Those sleeps are nicer. Yeah. That you woke up speaking in tongues. Oh my God. Or you woke up and God gave you a song and you were singing with angels. Oh. I'll record it. Who is afflicted? Let him pray. So affliction is solved by prayer. Jesus said, pray lest you fall into temptation. So lack of prayer is the reason for your temptation. He said, pray. You could not tarry with me. One of my children says, he said, you could not tarry with me. He said, pray lest you fall falling into temptation. It's a product of prayerlessness. The essentials and importance of prayer. Most of bumpers son was killing now, your complexion can change because of prayer. Something happens to you. You interface with God. You are scary when you pray. Papa George was telling us that Agonizoma and Takradi, they had a prayer marathon, 12 hours. When they were done in the evening and they opened the gate, the security man was running away. He said, why? He said, the people's nose were breathing smoke and their eyes was red. And they said nothing. So people were running. Some years ago, I was doing a retreat in my room. So I had not come out for three weeks. And one day, my mother knocked on the door and entered. And she had not seen my face for a while. So as soon as I turned, she said, Jesus. I said, why? I said, your face was shining. My own mother in my own house. No, there's nothing. I was like, hey, look, can I tell you something? Matthew says, when you go and go and stay down, I'm not preach it. When you pray, when you fast, when you give. These three folk called. I would say, it cannot be easily broken. 
Because according to Ecclesiastes chapter 4, he said, when one faileth, the other rises to support. That's what he said. And it's the three things that Christians don't like. Fasting, prayer, giving. And those are your highest weapons. Some of you know the money you have given now has saved you from death. An angel just said, because of that offering, you will not die a strange death. That offering. I'm not talking of those everyday. Tra- no, I'm talking of the one you heard the Lord say, drop the thousand. You have no idea what he saved you for. Today you are going to pray. <laughs> what problem do you have in your house? It's not difficult. But he said, when you are coming to pray, pray like this. Psalm 103, the verse number 7, says, And Moses knew the ways of God, but Israel knew his acts. When you are used to God's hand, you have a problem. You must know God's heart. Because when you know God's heart, that's why you can stand with Ken Hagen and say, God answered all my prayers, but not all the prayers that I received answers to, I held tangibly. When he says God answered all his prayers, it doesn't mean that all his prayers received tangible, tangible results. No. Some of them it was no. And this is the reason I won't do it. It was an answer. So it means he received understanding to the failure. That was an answer. Because he sought the ways of God. One of the ways to pray quickly is the prayer of dedication. Lord, not my will, but your will. Look, you will go faster. If you ever start the year and say, Lord, this year I want to marry. And God said, it's not time. It will help you. Than to go against the will of God. And you are forcing something that is not God. You waste your energy. I told you, you rather spend energy contending with the will of God rather than cooperating with his will. You are married, you pray. You want to travel, you pray. No, pray everywhere, every time. Because even when you are skilled in the thing, prayer will avoid mistakes. Even if you are an expert accountant, the more you pray, the less margin of error. Because when you sign something you shouldn't have signed, the Holy Ghost, I'm t- can I tell you something? The moment you begin to pray, your brain cells are rejuvenated. You will least forget. Prayerful people, they don't struggle forgetting. I'm talking of people who pray well. <laughs> Not those who are killing all their enemies. No, I'm talking of those who pray. Yeah. Those who are spending time with God. And God is asking for it for my generation. Who wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I've come to the altar. And this is what you do. Hallowed be thy name. Lord, what is the will of God for the day? The Lord said, Today, I want us to deliver librarians. Yes, Lord. Then they start. <laughs> Last time I was at a prophet in place and was telling us a story. He said, You went to Yongi Joe's place for all night. Korea. What's up? They do all night. I tell you. Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. South Korea. Every Friday all night is his own life. And he was telling us a story. He said, When they are praying and people are manifesting, they have a stretcher. So instead of here, you know, people are, yeah, yeah, they say, take it, come on, no. You are doing, ah, ah, ah. They will come and put you on a stretcher and go and drop you in a room so that they can pray. They are not here to cast out devils. <laughs> you, you want your spirit to come alive. You, it's a lie. Don't mind you. They'll drop you somewhere. And yeah, like you see the football stretcher. They'll just come and carry you like that. <laughs> drop you. And they'll just be, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. when they see you for that car, no. no pastor is descending to say, come out, come out. Hey, oh, I see seven. No, it's a lie. <laughs> You're a vampire. Intercession. And he said he can spend one hour when they start praying to project Africa, Ghana map, and they'll stretch their hand and you'll see. And they ask Dr. Yongichu, how they, 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 they grow new? 
What we do here that people are saying, eh, this monosyllable is not tongues and is this tongues. Let's forget that one. Yeah. Even the Koreans, they pray, wow. Yeah, and he asked them, how come? He said, when they moved to their land, there were frogs there. Mm. So they realized if they don't outpray the frogs, there will be a problem. <laughs> so when the frogs are doing, oh, they do, oh, 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 in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> and the bishop that was talking, he was talking about the prison. And the Korean said, hey! The way he said, like a Ghanaian, no, they, they are just white Ghanaians in Korea. <laughs> See? All night. Oi, oi. One hour, then they'll strike their hand on the screen for the nation. What answer wouldn't you get? It's time to go to God. That's why your prayer life is spoiled. Because, you see, the moment your prayer is not founded on intimacy and it's founded on prayer topic, I have a phrase for you. Answered prayer can be demotivation for further prayer. Because you are praying for a car, the car came. You stop praying. You just be cruising in town. Ah, you're happy. Because all you wanted was the, you see, God should give you, not what he wants to do. That's the generation sickness. That's why we are Christians. But a lot of us, we there's there's weakness in our experiences. But we must break away. When my heart is overwhelmed, he didn't say lead me to social media. Lead me to the rock, which is higher than I. So when you are feeling down, don't go and type. Life is not fair. Knee down. Knee down. Knee down and pray. Knee down. Kneel down and do a toya Because this anxiety is lack of prayer. He said, be anxious for nothing. It's not a suggestion. It's a command. So anxiety is a sin. Anxiety is a sin. He didn't suggest. He said, so if it is possible with you. He said, be anxious for nothing. But with prayer and supplication. Make your request known to God. And thanksgiving. He said, make your request known to God. That the God of peace shall guard it. It means also for, if I don't pray about what is worrying me, my heart will not be protected from peace. Like peace will elude me. I will have no sleep. But the more I pray, I know it's a problem, but because of the prayer I can sleep. Because if you don't do this one, next one, if you don't do verse 6, verse 7, and the peace of God shall your heart. So without prayer, God's peace cannot guard you from situations. Tonight you are going to pray. What is it you are going through? Pray. Some of your mind situation, you have to pray. When you pray, God will show you, these are the reasons it's like this. When you change it, things will work. Some of you, when you pray about your mind situation, God will tell you that it is because you are stubborn. I'm using him to train you. Yeah, so when you know it, you are like, ah, you are like Moses. You enter the province and say, yes, sir. I agree. I'll say yes. Oh, yes. To your will and to your way. I'll say yes. When God called us into ministry, we loved God. Seriously. But when we started, we were wondering whether we have made the right choice or not. Yes, because it's like this work. <laughs> The initial is not nice at all, at all, at all. Your friends will be going, buying houses, cars. The first five years, like they are doing well, you are, you are slowed down, you'll be in your room quietly. 
but that is the time to fast and pray. And then that's, you know, say, are you sick? Is everything fine? Your outward man is depleting. But thank God your inward man is being renewed. Can I tell you something? When prayer is absent, when your outward man is depleting, and your inward man is also depleting, then you should check what you are suffering. <laughs> Paul said, my light affliction, it's working for me. And the working is such that outside doesn't look nice, but inside I'm becoming solid. So if I'm not becoming inside solid, then there's something wrong somewhere. I have to detect it. It's probably a satanic agenda that has nothing to do with training. Because if my inside is not becoming renewed, there's a problem somewhere. Or either me, I've allowed anxiety to rob me of God's peace. I ask for the spirit of prayer. In all generations that have ever been, our generation needs prayer the most. I see a dark cloud come upon the face of the earth, and it's not a joke. You see this economic thing, it's not Ghana. London is in trouble. Today we're watching the news, London is in trouble. Someone told me they went to London, most shops have closed down. Because they are out of EU. So nobody is bringing... Rumors of wars. There is a man about to show up. He will start with something called austerity measures to try to amalgamate nations. But that man will be too eloquent, so peaceful, so Christian looking, at the same time too Jewish oriented. But he's also Islamic. Because one of the energies that will fuel the last days is racism and Islam. It's come to rise. But I wonder the kind of Christianity we have. Whether you are ready to lose a hand for Jesus. Because I said to you from the start, not all of us will vanish. Some will enter the fire. But where your prayer starts. And it's not a, it's not a fire of, you know. Imagine what the fathers went through. Firewood under your leg. And they are cooking you slow baking. A slow roast. Because the firewood you are standing on it, they've tied you, deny Jesus or die. Everything you are seeing online is coming on. Recently, Amazon went on strike. They said there are certain books they sell that is anti gay. So Amazon should stop selling it. Very soon, when you go online, you won't get any Bible to buy. To be placed. You don't like you don't have like hard cover. Very soon you look for Bible. Go and read scripture. I say the day to come, the word of God will be scarce. It will be both literal and figurative. You will be looking for Bible. It will be you won't find it. When lockdown came, you heard it. There was shortage of Christian books and Bibles because everybody was looking for something to read. It's time to pray. And prayer is against the day. It's not it. That's why he told Peter. Peter said, oh, ah, so Lord, we will join you. They saw his sorrow. They slept again. One of the greatest things about prayer is that there's a day it's not needed. You didn't get that. Matthew 26, go and check it. So you couldn't tarry one hour. And he went back again. Lord, if it's possible, take this cup. The moment he accepted the cup, Judas showed up. And read it. The moment he said, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Immediately Judas entered the garden. So it means as long as he was battling with the Lord about the will, 
the people will be they will be lost. Yeah. Because he's not yet accepted it. So he's not going. No, 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 no. Jesus had that much power. So Bible says as long as he accepted it, and Judas came with the band. Peter rose up the Lord, you are ready. Jesus says it's late. Sleep or sleep. Continue sleeping. <laughs> Because he told him the second time, pray lest you fall into temptation. But the next one, he says, sleep on. Mm. And I'm also going to pray that, you see, after you betray me and you run away, God will have mercy on you. There's a time when God, when you are starting to pray, it won't work. You know why? When a problem stares you in your face, it's not prayer. It's, it's questioning you. Mark 11, the fig tree was not giving fruit. Bible says, Jesus didn't speak to the tree. He answered it. Mark 11. He answered the tree. What did the tree say? Jesus came looking for fruit, but there was no fruit. But Jesus answered it. So it means anything not producing your life is asking you questions. You need to answer it. And you can only answer it based on the prayer fire you carry. In the name of Jesus, I command the fire of God. I remember one day thieves came to my house. The first time they came, I was, I, was, I, was, I was incensed. And the next time I said, okay, I know what to do. All trouble comes from my spirit. So I need to regulate things in my heart. So I began to speak in tongues. I was guarding my spirit because I felt that thieves can come again. The Lord said, if you keep expecting them, they'll come again. So I had to work on my heart. Because I'm telling you something. Your seasons of life, the events of your life is from your inside. It's from here. That's why it happened around you. So I started working on inside. Then I slept one night. And the Lord lifted up my spirit. And I went to the house of the one who had robbed me. Wow. He said, my name is Al-Hassan. Blah, 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 blah. Said, we are part of the Zogo people. We came to worry your house. I said, is that so? Okay. As soon as I woke up, my wife, I was lying my So I said, lying So my eyes open. Then the Holy Ghost said, Al-Hassan is here. So then she, was, she was watching. I just... Went straight to the window and he had opened the burglar proof. He was moving the window. I said, He ran. <laughs> I've not seen him again. Because it's like he's wondering this guy's a ghost. Because the first time he had gone to my bedroom, stole my phone from the car charger and stole it. And he was coming to the hall. So he opened and said, hey! And he ran. So he's wondering, This guy, does he sleep? Every time I show up, he meets me. <laughs> So for the third time, I said, Lord, let Allah's son come back. You will know the difference between Jesus and Allah. <laughs> and I go, can you imagine the night I'll just be sitting by the bed? I know the times they come, 2.30 to 3. I was waiting. Lack of fairy tale bears. I was just waiting to hear clap. Somebody has opened the window and I'll see hand. That's how I'll lock it. I'll say, accept Jesus or your hand will go. It will go. I will cut it. And because I know it's Allah, I'll say, Allah, I'll cut it. <laughs> he has never come to now. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth today. No adversity will show up if your spirit man is strong enough to face it. Because ah, you already built it. In fact, the shocking thing is this. It might show, but you didn't see it. So sometimes some of the things you call, oh, it's pain. It has met people, but they didn't see it because their spirit was stronger than it. So they didn't even see it as pain. We cannot go to the gym. But once my muscles are bigger than yours, when you're doing, ah, ah, 
or after the gym, you all went to the gym, but you are walking, hey, Charlie, my hand, but you are walking normal. You're like, hey, you know, we all carry the same metal. I don't feel the pain you feel because I've trained. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Malakavados. Lift your hands. Moses knew the ways of God. Somebody say, Oh man of God, what do I know? <laughs> what can I do? He has made you a co-laborer to administer the earth. So if your car has been bought, your marriage has been given, wake up at dawn and say, Lord, what business do you have to do in the earth today? Who needs prayer? Where should I send it? Which country needs help? The essence, intensities of the importance of prayer. Lift your voice and begin to pray. The Lord from today, baptize me with fresh fire. Baptize me with fresh seal. Every dimension of my prayer capacity that is going low tonight, baptize me with fresh seal. If I do 10 minutes, I receive grace for 30. If I do 20, may I receive grace for an hour. Azaka Tolibe Kapa, Rabatos Kapele Betoya, Rambele Bezin Telebepa, Rapa Patos Kapa, Rasepa, Elambindolo Kopo, Rakopas Kapa, Rakopas Kapa, Jepe Pelebepa. Lift your voice, somebody. Rabandos Kapele Bepe, Epolo Poskapa, Rabandolo Boskipa, Rapa. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered with one accord in one place after supper, and there came upon them clothing tongues as of fire, and they all speak with one tongue as the Spirit gave utterance. Lord, we found to flame the desire to pray. Prayer in the morning, prayer in the afternoon, prayer in the night, prayer all times, prayer when things are good, prayer when things are bad, prayer when we have money, prayer when we don't have money, prayer when you answer us, prayer when you don't answer us. At all times, in all ways, no matter what happens, we will be the man that constantly lift our voice. Something is happening in the spirit. Rapayo, 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 Rapay
Jesus, from today, no place, no situation, no circumstance is too small. You will deal with matters in prayer. When it is time, you will handle it in prayer. Rapper, 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 rapper
Wrap up, 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 Lift your hands to him. Lift your hands. Listen. The Bible said in the days of his flesh, eh, he offered up prayers with loud cries. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock which is higher than I. There's a place where you stand, you can scream and you vent the issues of your heart to the Musa. I see somebody receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God is pouring wine into your spirit. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.